Like That Podcast. I'm Joe. And I'm Calvin. Will we like that? Welcome back to another episode of We Like That Podcast. Well, we like that. And what do we like this week? Uh, love and Lockup. First of all, sure, Love and Lockup. Love After Lockup? Yeah. Okay. I'm not good with titles. Okay. Even relationship titles, I'm not good with it either. (laughs) Another segment for another day. Oh my gosh. Anyway, the reason we like Love After Lockup is because it is a messy, messy show where we get to yell at the TV almost every week. So it's very nice. It's very relaxing. Sure it is. Why do you like it? I just like commenting on people's horrible lives. How much of it do you think is their real life and how much do you think is the show's manufacturing? 95% of it. Is what? Their real life? Show. Oh. Being manufactured? 5% is manufactured. But these people are already bad. Not bad. uh, Messy people. Okay. Oh, not... They're people who already make bad decisions already. Okay. And they don't know how to stop making bad decisions. So you think being on this show is a bad decision? Mm, yeah. No, it's the way to make money. Okay. Or make some, another form of uh, revenue. There's a conversation that the producers of this show go out of their way to find people. Well, not necessarily go out of their way, but they purposefully choose people do, that do, they know will be the most chaotic on the show. Do they really have to look hard, though? Probably not. So my thing is, so there's also a common complaint amongst the people on the show that they're painted in a bad light. This show is on its like 80th season. How how much value do you put in that <laughs> conversation or that perspective of like, well, the show was going out of its way to make me look bad when you agreed to join the show and you had to have been aware of the show by now. First of all, it's already bad because the decision you're making of trying to find somebody in jail... It's already a bad decision. Somebody was happy. There was there was the one girl who um, she met her husband before he went to jail. He got in a bad bar fight and he ended up going to jail for a while. Um, and she was talking to him the whole time he was in prison. As soon as he got out, they got married. They had a baby. And then and they're still living, living happily ever after. They're also the only couple don't that even, didn't get a lot of screen time. I don't even know who the hell that is. It, well, she was in At like, all. I want to say she was like the first season. There was the Mormon, the black Mormon chick, which black Mormons are becoming a more bigger thing now. Sometimes. You are diverging from the topic. We are talking about love after lockup. Wasn't that love after lockup? Not, that wasn't the basis of love after lockup. She just happened to be Mormon. Yeah, but what I'm saying is she got with some dude in jail. He ended up, but he was trying to be a rapper though. Trying to be or successful because he had a producer, uh, yeah, a studio and everything that he was working out of. And they put the and baby, his music home. on the show. Well, I guess, I guess he was. But there's a new rapper on this this season. Who's the rapper? The Hispanic, the Mexican, the Hispanic dude. He's not Hispanic. Puerto Rican. He's Puerto he's Rican. He's black and Puerto Rican. Okay, the Puerto Rican dude. Is he's, he? I don't even think he's Puerto Rican. I think he's Dominican. Whatever. Sure. He's a rapper or I, or he sings whatever. He's doing a lot. Rapper, yeah. shoe mogul. He's a uh, Drug dealer. Uh, <laughs> um, part-time. Father of eight children. Part-time pharmaceutical distributor. <laughs> street pharmaceutical distributor. It's not street. 
He wasn't working out of an office. Touche. <laughs> so why do you like love after lockup? You like it just for its messiness? No, I like it because you see how women, kind of especially, some dudes, okay. but women, keep making horrible relationship choices. Mm. The reason he's always contacting you because you're his contact to the outside world. Mm-hmm. He's in jail with a bunch of dudes who can't, where he can't drop the soap. Or maybe he does drop the soap. Maybe he likes it. Who knows? You're his only contact outside world. He's always going to be there. Yes, because he has set times to do set things. That's why he's always at your beck and call when you when he calls you. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand why they don't think it's going to be the same when he gets out. That is interesting. Season after season, they're like, he wasn't like this when he was in. And it's like, of course he wasn't like this when he was in. He had no other options. It was it was you. like that Women, I it. had no other way to go. It's either sell, hail, or call you. Right. I chose call you. Right. I got talk. I got tired of talking to Leroy and Linford about what they're going to do when they get on the outside. And uh, Pokey about uh, how he got caught up or set up in the first place what always catches me off guard though is when you get the stories where like the guy comes out and he's still a nice guy like he's a go out of his way nice guy Javon, but the, the his partner nice. his the girl he's with is just like he's totally different he wasn't what i was expecting and the, they just kind of unravel he's not nice okay so prime example um the mormon lady who married yeah. that guy he was actually a nice guy. He was a decent guy. Well, yeah, yeah he was. And she would yeah. have these issues where, like, he was spending too much time away from her. When really, he was just trying to spend time with his, his family. Like, it wasn't. But she would, like, unravel that he wasn't prioritizing her the way she felt he should. Oh, by the way, he had a whole nother daughter. But before it, they got together. But, yeah, exactly. The daughter was grown. She was in her 20s. She had a daughter. Like, it wasn't. She just wanted her dad to spend time with his granddaughter and her. Yeah. Like, because he was he had been in jail her entire life. Yeah. And his new wife was like, this is absolutely wrong. Like, this, she shouldn't want to do this. And it was this whole, whole thing she had to kind of wrap her head around. Like, those type of scenarios. Even this latest season with um, the white couple, the jewelry lady. Like her, she, first of all, she was a train wreck to begin with. But what I'm saying is, that guy came out, and he's like a nice guy. And that poor guy is living hell on earth now. He got out of hell to go back to more hell. Like the conversations they have, he's actually like, we should prioritize this. We should try to get this in order before we do other things. And she's the one who's like, no, we need to do this, and we need to do this other thing, and completely unraveling. This chick wanted him to possibly go back to jail and. Miss his parole time because she wanted to goddamn swim. It was very crazy. You should be worried about your parole officer. You should be worried about me. Excuse me? Like, uh, I'm a, I bitch, just got out. You can't send me back to jail. <laughs> I do not want to see naked men no more. I'm happy out. For me, that's my favorite aspects of the show. When the guy comes out and you're expecting him to kind of act like some of the other, I want to say caricatures of the other guys. Cause some of these guys come out and they're like, yo, it's about a hundred million money time. And he's just immediately asking for all this money and trying to shop immediately <laughs> and dress down and spending this woman's money. But oh. then you get guys who are just like, no, nah, maybe we should save this. <laughs> Talk about the one where they were running from 
some lovers or something. Oh, no, but what, she thought what, it was the sisters. But she thought it was sisters. So there was a couple where this girl met the guy in prison and they were polar opposites on almost every way. Oh, by the way, this heifer set up cameras in his grandmama's house. Okay, so she who has, actually tended to like her. She has control issues. So she's a, she's a bigger woman and she was worried that when he came out, he would see her and her size and be like, no, because the, what she, the photos she had been sending him were definitely uh, filtered the heck out. Um, she was built like be a, nice. a mayonnaise bottle. No, anyway. So, but he comes out and he's still very appreciative of her. And he's like, we're going to work out together. We're going to do all this, do that. He's a, he's a shorter guy, but he's also like, he's also, a, he very much has a prison body where like the upper body is bigger. And then the little, the lower body is stick legs. So he's, he's built like, what's that? Uh, Dr. Uh, the dude from uh SpongeBob. He's SpongeBob. The, the lobster dude. Mr. Krabs? Mr. Krabs. He's built like Mr. Krabs. <laughs> no. <laughs> with muscle. He's Mr. Krabs with muscles. We're not body shaming either of these people. So anyway. I am. Anyway. Um, the crux of their relationship is that she immediately needs to know his whereabouts at all times. She gets him a phone so that she can put a tracker on it. She wants to know who he's talking to, uh, where he's going, how long he's going to be out, why isn't he with her. Like she's immediately on that. She also is not good with his family their first meeting is him getting out of the prison and immediately there's like attitude to be fair to the family i feel like she came with that attitude with her friend i don't know if you remember that episode but uh, when the cars uh, first, first come out uh, her friend beelines it to the family not her and is like what are you guys doing here first of all it was it was both sides I mean, eventually it goes to both sides. It was going to happen regardless. But in my opinion, I feel like her not coming out to introduce herself immediately helped to add to the fuel of that fire. And too, his family is a lot. So his family immediately takes a a stance of like, who does this person think that she is? Yada, yada, boom, boom. By the way, one of her his family members bought, bought a whole body. Anyway, so but it, so it doesn't go well, and then it, it turns out that the the guy said his family stopped talking to him in prison. He had been away, for, I want to say, for eight years or something. Uh, you get tired of going to the same place for eight years. I mean, there's that. So, but his whole thing was like his family. Even though he loves his family, there's clearly like they're not going to go beyond a certain point in terms of like uh, being a support system for him, whereas the girlfriend had. Because she had nothing going on in her life. Well. That's why. Well. So, uh, after he gets out and all of this trouble happens with the sisters and whatnot, there's a point in the show where he's literally being chased by a white car and she's in a rented minivan screaming. They're on the road. They're trying to avoid this white car that's following them. They got the producers and the cameraman in the, in the car. Everybody's freaked out. And we're for, and we think it's the sisters. It's a similar car to what the sisters were driving. We for sure think it's the sisters chasing her down. We find out later. It's plot not. twist is some chick he was messing with inside jail who happened to be one of the guards. Yes. Yeah, I think he called her a PO or whatever. Yeah, she's one of the POs, some Baltimore type prison shit. So apparently he was messing with this chick in prison and she openly told him she's crazy. That's so, all like Which once again Her I words, her words verbatim. Once again, I don't blame her. That's his fault. Oh my goodness. So No, yeah. 
if somebody tells, hey, I'm crazy, and you go, that's you. Anyway, if you die, that's you. He doesn't die. So anyway, after everything shakes down and they get to safety, the next scene is him calling her up on the phone, being like, were you chasing me the other night? And her being like, maybe. <laughs> maybe that? I saw you out on the streets. And ghetto turns that means, yes, it was me. And it's just him like trying to placate her and be like, you need to chill, you need to calm down, yada, yada. And they move on. You can't tell crazy to chill and stop. It is interesting. And then towards the end of that shift, so that what was that, that was love, I want to say after lockup? That was love yeah. after lockup? So that, that season just ended and there's a new life after lockup that's happening that we're going to start watching as well. Great times. It is. Uh, uh, and all of these dudes are like 5-5. Five, five. It's like the, the season of the short man. Well, or the Napoleon complex. All of them are short. Especially the, the, the dude that came back to the hotel drunk as shit. Yeah, he was, he's definitely a short guy. Jumping on tables. Almost killed himself falling off a table. Because you know if you're short, that fall is very more longer than it really it, is. It seems the standard is we're going to put couples in to the show that A, are going to be messy. Because you know ratings. We want all the mess. We want all the chaos. But also people that kind of make split hair decisions. I also am spontaneously intrigued by how women bring these dudes straight out of prison around their kids. I'm amazed by that. And I immediately have them calling him daddy and stuff. Yeah. Which, but if it, that was should me, you be amazed though? If that was me as a kid, I'm like, uh, I don't know who you think I know, talk to. I know people who, who do that with people who are not in prison. Like they've been seeing this guy for a couple of weeks and immediately he's I, like, Uncle whatever or stepdad I whatever. Didn't deal with it, but I went through something similar. Okay. Uh, so then you should have a better understanding of why this happened. No, I don't because we came to blows. That's how that ended. Okay. But I'm saying. But my mom didn't say anything. was like, she, no. Pretty much what happened was, I'm like 13. I'm already, I don't need a man figure at that point. I'm pretty much doing what I do. Mm -hmm. My mom's okay with it. As long as she's okay with it, I'm cool. I guess he came in trying to establish dominance or grounds. Okay. And I was like, sure, do what you do. Just don't get in my way. I'm not going to get in your way. Mm -hmm. Apparently, he wanted to get in my way. Mm -hmm. And it went left really fast. Mm -hmm. So then, my mom had this sit down. With both of you or just you? Both of us. Mm -hmm. And then she was like, Fuck it, even I'm gonna kill both of y'all, or y'all gonna have to figure this out. So I just went my way. He went his way. Mm -hmm. She didn't kill neither of us. Okay. And they ended up getting divorced, and then the rest is history. Okay. But, but I mean, what this, uh, this idea of like bringing them around the kids. That's what I don't get. I, I feel like. If I were in their position, I can I can understand them feeling like, oh, this is about to be forever. Anyways, I'm gonna introduce you, but you to can't, the kids. But you can't get mad when the kids start to rebel. That I mean, I agree. I agree. But yeah, so that's what we liked this week. All of that love during lockup, after lockup, life after lockup. Can't wait to watch the new season. Uh, it's gonna be more chaos. <laughs> All right, you ready to get deep? We're about to talk about the R. Kelly sentencing for child pornography. I think he got, what, a 20 more years or 30? This last sentencing was only for one more year, right? Yeah.
on top of the, the 20 or 30 he has. Right. He'd be the pie of dudes in there. I still, I still can't believe we <laughs> all heard I'm the Pied Piper and we were just like, yeah, you are. You are the Pied Piper. No, y'all heard it and didn't think nothing about it. I already knew what the hell was going on. Please, please stop. I stopped listening to R. Kelly. You a damn liar. In the mid-90s. That's a lie. So I, I met my husband in a club where we definitely stepped in the name of love. More than once. Hey, just because I danced through the name of love doesn't mean I was... Hey, I can't control what they're playing in the club. Oh, my gosh. Can I? Can I? Have you ever went up to DJ and hey, sir, I don't want to listen to this. Turn it off. You Play something else. You have a mix CD with several R. Kelly songs on it. Thank you very much. It, and it was all stuff that came out in that same time period. And I skipped it same every time. Same girl. You for sure listened to Same and Girl. And I skipped it every time. Over and over and over and again. And I skipped it every time. Uh, Step in the Name of Love. This is how we're going to start um, this segment? Yeah. Really? This is what how we're going to start the this segment? One? This um, how, no, this is what we're going to do, really. What's the other one? It's almost like a reggae type of beat. Grind with me? Was it Grind with me? First of all, you got to admit, R&B has been kind of bad since he's been in jail. We've missed out on a lot of possibly good music. Excuse me. You guys can agree. Excuse me. me. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. R&B has been kind of bad since the Pied Piper's been piping in jail. I disagree. Uh, it's, it's been on life support a little bit. It's I it's it's R&B is in intensive care right now. I disagree. Let's be honest. It's in intensive care. So R. Kelly is a lifeline for R&B. Uh, uh, so the Silk Sonics situation uh, that's few and far between interesting okay yeah. let's be honest okay. think about the 90s to two when r kelly was in his prime okay think about the r&b music at that time okay wasn't it not a little bit better okay it wasn't a little bit better you don't even listen to new artists though wasn't it a little bit better though? was it though yeah i disagree disagree they just talk about sex now was it a golden time sure they just talk about sex now kalani's music is fantastic she's an kaleidoscope? artist who's that kalani you you're such a, you're so mean kalani her music is fantastic i don't even know who that is jadena just dropped one it's actually really good wow no one has a name that can be pronounced jadena is easy to pronounce sure interesting Hey, back to R. Kelly. You don't know. That's what the name sounds like. You don't know. Oh, my goodness. Eh, I think it's a little bit better when he was around. That's all I'm saying. So is that why everybody's going to be mad? Not saying you're, he should be you're free. You're an R. Kelly stand. That's why everybody's no, going to be I'm mad? No, I'm not saying he should be free. I'm just saying. The same least, guy who said I'm he, just he saying, stopped listening to him in the 90s now I'm says he's the bloodline for R&B. I'm they should at least put a studio in the jail for him to at least make some music. Why should he when you stop listening to the music, Calvin? Pick le- a side. Because I think there'd be a little bit more competition in R&B. Oh, my goodness. Compared to when would, you... Would it be funny if he ran a, won a Grammy in prison for his prison album? Don't take it. That'd be the name of his album. Don't take it. You don't get it. No. You don't think somebody's trying to take it, take his virginity in prison. I'm saying your points don't make sense. You said you're not a fan of R. Kelly. You stopped listening to him in the '90s, but now you're saying he's the lifeblood of R&B. You also don't listen to new artists, so I'm trying to figure out where this is based in. You'll be surprised how many people agree. Okay. Okay. We're not saying he should be free. We're just saying we? they should at least. So you agree? <laughs> they should at least we? put a studio in the in, in jail. The That's same guy who said he stopped listening to him in the nineties 
is also a proponent for him to make new music? That's after the Leah thing. Very interesting. Because Leah came out in what, 96, 97? Somewhere like that. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is you have to think about it. So you kind of do agree. I don't understand your point. What's the point? And you're listening to the sentencing thing. Yeah. This is your segment. Yeah. He got an extra year on the 30, right? Mm-hmm. So he's not going to get on until he's around 80. Okay. And so do you think it was deserved or overdue? I think it's useless what was the point of this oh so now you agree with what i was saying this whole time it's useless no i don't agree that he should be making music and should be free i disagree to that this hard disagree i'm just saying i don't understand our reaction to all of this i don't think there should be any gasps left he was already going to be in prison for a very long time this is just in addition to and then on top of that it's a year what it for why he, is this newsworthy? He, he. Hopefully, he don't whine for nobody in there. Mm-hmm. You know. I guess it's cause I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to me, for me, this has been done decades ago. Mm-hmm. But I guess we're here now, and it's just one more year of him R and B dying. I guess I don't. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Because it's like, eh, he's already in jail. Why do we care anymore? I don't. I want to say, I don't understand why everybody holds him in such reverence in terms of his talent. But damn it, he's because attached to so he many. He was songs. talented. He, that's, yeah. that's the, that's the, the thing about being yeah. talented. When you're talented, People want your talents. Regardless. And no matter how, you can make horrible, talentless people look talented. Mm -hmm. Look what he did for B2K. R. Kelly? Bump, bump, bump is him. Oh, the song. He produced the song. Yeah. Okay. All their problems, a lot of hits, he might have had something to do. Michael Jackson, You Are Not Alone, Mm -hmm. is him. Mm -hmm. Which, if you listen to the song, he was talking about how he had females trapped in a closet. And he heard them cry. Mm-hmm. And he trying to. Did and then you have he to did go? trapped in the closet. And then and he did trapped in the closet. First of all, that shit was redundant and stupid. Trapped in the closet. Listen, we all were waiting for the next chapter. No. Okay, don't act no, like I was not. We weren't aware. After the first two, I was done. First two. The first two, I was done. <laughs> Calvin, that means you were hooked. I was done. First two. After the first two, I was like, okay, I can't do this shit no more. It's like thirty-five ep- chapters. There was. There was like eighty like, thousand chapters. I'm like, I'm done. After. There was. The the dude found the lady in the closet or the midget came out of the out of the hole or something popped up. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm done. You know Little Rel was in that video. Okay. I think he was. I'm just saying, I understand. I want to say I don't understand the hype around R. Kelly, but I do understand it. I do you understand, mean you understand the, hype. the hype. That dude was R and B. Literally. He can sing. He can write. He wrote so much stuff for other people. He did. Songs that you don't know, he probably wrote. He probably, I know he wrote for Whitney Houston or some stuff. But it turns out this all came at a cost. This came at an insane Javon, cost. this dude was making Jive so much money. Okay. So there's like, eh, money. 
But why was the situation then that he was so thrown under the bus the way that he was? You know what I'm saying? Was it because he wasn't making them as much money anymore? Because times changed and yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I was expecting full lawyers from all the other labels. Like I was expecting a lot more resistance to the sentencing that he ended up getting in the first place. Times and really changed. the only people that resisted it were his hardcore fans. Times change. People change. People now care. And then I think it has something to do with like the death of Aaliyah and all the stuff coming about him and Aaliyah and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was like, then a documentary or so many things that came out that nipped him in the butt. Yeah. But I mean, he's not, he's not getting out for a very long time. His mind better tell him no in jail. His body better said no too. Okay. My mind's telling me no. <laughs> You know, we had a, uh, you know, we had one of the drug things at the school for Dare. What does that got to do with R. Kelly? The dude sang that song. He was like, my mind's telling me no. And he was like, I don't like, what, like what the is guy that, that ran Dare yeah. sang an R. Kelly song? We had like a, a group that like they sung and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it was like, so when you guys have different thoughts come up in your head, like your mind, your mind is telling you no. And he did the whole riff like he did it and everybody like cheering. I'm like, what the fuck y'all cheering for? This is supposed to be about drugs. And half of us are smoking anyway, so what's the point? Interesting. So. In case you don't know what D.A.R.E. is, that we was this whole drug awareness program to get us to stop doing drugs. Scruff McGruff was literally a dog in a trench coat. Which was suspect too. <laughs> but here's the funny thing. Our high school basketball coach was smoking too and selling to us. Well, I mean, he was like, as long as you're aware. And then he got caught and busted and he got kicked out. Well, that does happen. But that's another story for another day. Interesting. So anything else to add to the R. Kelly case? Not really. Uh, just, um, you know he's the lead for every play in jail to sing. Play? You know they do plays and stuff in jail. They have he's talent. isolated. They have, talent. they have talent. They have talent. But he's isolated. In, in jail. Interesting. Really? Well, yeah, they got to isolate him because that's a... Uh, Extravagant piece of booty that's walking around there in public. You don't think somebody? Um, trust me, dudes will try to take that. They'd be like, "Yo, I had R R R last night." Okay. I'm just saying, it's a lot of things going on in jail. Okay. Hey, it's a reality. You know, he's also under allegations for messing with boys, not just just girls. Oh, I did not know that. Okay. Well, he's a pie piper of everything, huh? He that- just. Interest. I still can't believe taking it all. The grander amount of the populace was like, "Yeah, Pied Piper." No, zero questions. Zero questions. You didn't want to believe it. Very interesting. All right. We'll be back. Do you like that? We like that. New episodes drop weekly, so subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platforms. Because you know we like that. So, Billboard 100 recently put out a 50 best rappers list. Ja Rule had something to say about that because he's not on the list. Because it's murder. Holla, holla. He said, there ain't 50 rappers dead, alive, or waiting to be born better than me. Uh, and then added, congrats to everyone on the list. Well-deserved, but check my resume. 
Let's debate. Well, so Ice Cube also said, fuck this billboard thing. Is he not on there? He's not on there either. (laughs) Okay. So now we have a problem. We do really have a problem. He said it was irrelevant. He doesn't fuck with the billboard editor. And he was saying, um, the list is like having an asshole. Everybody's got one and they all stink. I can understand saying the list is subjective, but that that's some choice words to say. Oh, Ice Cube is that dude. That is true. That is very true. All right, so uh, Calvin has not even checked to see what the, the rappers are on this list. Because I know there's, I know Ice Cube is better than a lot of them, and I know Jaru probably has a point. Oh my goodness! So number fifty is Rick Ross. We can take Rick Ross right off and put Ice Cube right there. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. Okay. Billboard said that uh, I don't even want he to... rattled the cages of rap's mainstream. Stop. Um, and pledged his allegiance to Def, Def Jam and Jay-Z. And that he demanded even more attention through his deep gruff and grunting ad-libs, colorful street uh, tales, really? uh, and inside look uh, at Miami's lavish lifestyle. Plus his incredible ear for production. Weren't most of those street tales lies? Wasn't he like a rich guy? First, who was, no. uh, First of all, Trick Daddy's been doing that. Luke's been doing that for years. Number one. Number two, he does pick good beats. I it, give him that. It's his, This says his catalog reigns supreme, especially Stop. in the late 2000s to early 2010s. Stop. He doled out gems such as Trilla, Deeper Than Rap, and God Forgives. I don't. And notch 58 Billboard Hot 100 entries. Oh, my God. Oh, he I didn't know he was Maybach Music Group. He's Maybach Music Group. Yeah, he is. And it laid the tarmac for Meek Mill and I want to say Wale. It's not Whale. Wale? It's Wale. To become Titans in the 2010s. Sure. Right? Whatever. So, but you said ja-, ja Rule for sure over Rick Ross. You can put Ja Rule there. All right. You can put Ja Rule and, and Cube could have been one of those 50. Number 49 is Rev Run from Run DMC. I think he's too low. Okay. Okay. So they they put a lot of his accolades in here, how he both did rap through the 80s. Yeah, we don't need to go through the accolades, but we're just going to name the people. (laughs) 48 is Melly Mel. Stop. Okay, that's the dude that's running around his shirt off the whole time during the thing. (laughs) Didn't say anything. Back to that performance. Okay. That Gorilla Glow girl, whatever you're talking about. Gorilla Glow. What's her name? Glorilla. Glorilla. Her name is Gloria. If she actually had people in her camp who cared about her career, I'd have told her, look, you don't have to dance to this 900 BPM song. Let the dancers do what they do. And you can do it. You can focus on your lyrics. For for a couple of seconds, just focus on your lyrics and be enunciate like I need to do. Mm -hmm. Because there's a dude out there walking with his shirt off. Like it's a bodybuilding competition just flexing. Uh-huh. If he can do that, you don't have to twerk the whole fifth, the 10 seconds you have to do the song mm-hmm. at 900 BPM. That's all you need to do. But yeah, I think Melly Mel, okay, I'm gonna... So a lot of people were like, who the hell's Melly Mel and why is he even on the list? I'm going to lose some hip-hop credit here. So apparently he's known for the message. He is... A pioneer. Okay. What are the criterias for this list? They don't really say. They just kind of like, eh. Because if you had him or Reverend Run earlier down on this list, okay. 
But you can definitely put Ice Cube or Ja Rule. I didn't know he was attached to place. White Lines. That yeah, was him too. White, yeah, that's doom, 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 yeah. doom, doom, That's all of them. And that's why they're dressed like rock and roll singers. And they got mad when uh, Ron DMC started dressing like street dudes. Uh-huh. Because they're like, they fucked up the class of the music. Apparently, he was one of the first to do the crossover with R&B. He was on Shaka Khan's I Feel For You in 84. Yeah. That, well, okay, so he's number 48. Number 47, MC Light. In case you guys don't know, MC Light's actually a woman. She's one of the first female rappers on this list. Bars for decades. For decades. I can understand her being on the list. She's got dynamic lyricism. I think she's too... Too low. Once again, what is the cry? I gotta know the criteria. They don't have one, Calvin. This is their opinion of who the greatest are. There's zero criteria. Okay. Cause this is not a doc- doctorate. This is Billboard who's just like, why not? So, Shit. so, MC, MC Light didn't have that many Billboard hits. So, once again. They, they didn't say that was a criteria. Ja Rule and Ice Cube have, have a point. I disagree that Ja Rule is greater than MC Light. I'm not saying greater. But if this is the Billboard, I guarantee you had more bill, bill, Billboard hits than her. I guarantee you had more bill, billboard hits than Melly Mel. I don't think that accounts for talent. Okay. You said okay. Okay, so we'll have it on the record. Calvin believes Ja Rule, Ice Cube, greater than MC Light. Didn't say, what I'm saying is, if we're talking lyrics, Ice Cube is on par with her. Ja Rule, eh, a stretch. Okay. But you're but, saying they could have, t- they should have taken up her space on this list. No. She could have been lower. Higher and, on the list. Yeah, higher on the list, mm-hmm. I guess. She's already low on the list. She's 47. Okay, higher. Okay. Jada Kiss is number 46. Okay. Number for a signature laugh. Okay. <laughs> That's it. The locks, front man? Yeah, the locks. You can keep scrolling. Okay. <laughs> Jada Kiss, got it. It's okay, Jada Kiss. Ice T, 45. Oh. Oh God, he did maybe one one album. Was he the same time as N.W.A. or was he earlier than that? Uh, earlier. Okay. I think he did one album, and okay. then he went, "Yo, this is crazy, man." I'm trying to figure out why he's associated with West Coast rap. Because he's from the West Coast, Javon. Okay, I thought he was from New York. Oh no, he's from California. Oh, okay. And he kind of started gangster rap. Okay. And NWA took it to another level. Okay. That's all. Colors. Colors. Yeah. Colors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 6 a.m. or something like that. He had yeah. 6 a.m. 6 in the morning. 6 in the morning. Yeah. Okay. So. so he's number 45, 44, Queen Latifah. Okay. By the way, they could have took Ice T completely off this list and put Ja Rule or Ice Cube. Really? Yes. You don't think Ice T's a pioneer either? Because they also said that about the the Grammys. Pioneer is one thing. They said they could have took him out. So for this billboard, you have to be a pioneer? Uh, they don't give a criteria. This is That's what I'm they saying. Feel. They could have took him off. I think Ice-T is a, a pioneer. I didn't say he wasn't a pioneer. I'm saying for this list, he. I only think he only had like one or two albums. Okay. That's it. I think I think they're determining this. And he went straight presence. to acting. He went straight to acting because he had that album came out 
somehow he got a big part in the movie New Jack City. Yeah. And then he never looked back. Yeah. To music. Okay. I don't blame him because them checks are totally way different. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Uh, I get replacing Rick Ross. An acting check is totally different than a music check. I find it interesting that you're saying Ice-T could be removed, but you didn't say anything about Jadakiss. That's interesting. Jada, because Jadakiss is actually good. <laughs> and Ice-T isn't. Gotcha. I'm not saying Ice-T isn't, but I'm saying I don't think he has the body of work to be on here like an Ice Cube and even a Ja Rule, if you don't even think Ja Rule hits ain't that. So you think Rick Ross has the body of work? He has more He has more albums. Is it just because we're aware of how much more? And Ice T's earlier in our memory? And he, we don't know. But he uh, he only did one or two albums, though. Okay. If he has more than two albums, I'll Do be shocked. Do all the albums have to hit? Or you just no. can have a, a grip of, of albums that did nothing? Yeah, but he just has had more than two Hip hop album. He's known as the rap Godfather album. of gangster rap. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he started talking about drug dealing on records first, and how the police would come kicking your door or you get shot. Or they mentioned right. Six in the Morning. They yeah. mentioned Colors. The, they ne- his two biggest songs. They mentioned Ryan Pays, Power, The Iceberg, Freedom of Speech. Just watch what you say. That's all songs. And he had a metal band called Body Count. That's all songs of one album. He did the metal thing before Lil Wayne did. Yeah, he did. That's too funny. That's when he got barred or something because he talked cop killer. Interesting. And he was on the FBI watch list. I'm just saying, I I hear what you're saying about quantity, but I feel like he has the quality. To me, to be on Billboard, you have to, because all the songs you named was probably one album. But the so they all hit and they made an impression. I just don't like Rick Ross, so I'm not I'm not gonna go to bat for sure. that. But interesting. Okay, so you think that Ja Rule and Ice Cube should replace Ice T on this list? All right, forty four is Queen Latifah. Okay, I think she's too low on this list. I think her and MC Light should have been a lot higher on this list, especially with what they did for rap in terms of a female presence. Sure. You said sure. 43 is Bun B. Okay. I think he's too low, but okay. Okay. I'm from the South, so that's a whole different... Yeah, a lot of people don't even know who UGK is anymore, which is really sad. Because the guy, his... Partner? Yeah. Um, Pimp C. Pimp C died. Uh, Wow, I think it was like a drinking lean or something like that. Oh, man. All right, 42 is Redman. Red man, red man, red man. Okay, they're really going off what him and um, SMN did, really. Nothing he did by himself? He did a couple, he was good by himself, but when him and Red Man got together, that's when they went to in a whole nother level, and then they did the movies together, too. Interesting. Okay, and then E40, number 41. Okay. More West Coast representation. I can be honest with you. Him and Ja Rule is about the same person. <laughs> I'd probably get killed for that but to me I feel like E-40 created a different genre within rap I don't think Ja Rule did the same thing okay sure okay number 40 is Dr. Dre which is way too low okay he's but then again really but, he's, but he's not a rapper right so once again he shouldn't be on this list yeah so right there you could put Ja Rule 
right there or Ice Cube. Because okay. Dr. Dre is producer. All the bars he spit, Snoop probably wrote them. I heard Jay-Z wrote one of his bars. What about when he was in WA? Ice Cube wrote everything he said. Okay. What about when he left? Snoop Dogg and somebody wrote. Maybe wrote him instead? Okay. Yes. 39 is ludicrous. Oh, okay. God, no, they ludicrous. Chris Lover Lover and Paul. You know he's trying to make a comeback now? He's supposed to be dropping an album pretty soon. It's going to be good. I hope it is. Uh, it's going to be good. Gucci Mane is okay. 38. Okay. <laughs> Now, here's where the arguments are going to start. <laughs> Gucci Man made this list, but not Ice fucking Cube. If your criteria was body of work, Gucci Man has body of work. Okay. If that, so You said that was your criteria. Okay. And I said, is it quality I'm not or quantity? Saying, I'm not saying. Said quantity. I'm not saying Gucci don't give you some dope stuff every once in a while. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, if he's on this list, they couldn't put Ice Cube on this list. <laughs> They got Dre on this list. A person who don't don't even rap. Mm-hmm. Okay, come on. Okay, we got thirty seven is common. Sure, whatever. You got thirty six Yasin Bay, formerly Mostef. Oh my God, he, this again. Ice Cube has a way better body of work than Mostef. I feel like you can't compare the two. Like Mostef went for this like intellect thing, and Ice Cube went for more of a satire of reality. Whatever. Okay. Whatever. Interesting. Number 35 is Future. Okay. I'm I'm done. I don't, <laughs> I don't need to see this list no more. Ja Rule can replace him. All right. Number 34 is Chuck D from Public Enemy. Okay. I'm done. I don't want to read this list no more. I'm, 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 no, I'm seriously done. It's a... What's wrong with Chuck D? Chuck you don't D. like him? Screw this list. No. I'm just saying. You're naming people and I'm like, Ice Cube didn't make this list. We're not even in the top tens yet. I don't need to see the top ten. The top ten is just going to make me furious. Anyway, let's continue reading. 33 is Busta Rhymes. Okay. 32 is T.I. 31 is Lil' Kim. Mm. 30 is Lauren Hill. Mm. 29 is Pusha T. Okay. 28 is Black Thought. Oh. 27 is Q-Tip. Okay, we stop. 26 is big pun. Stop, 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 stop. 25 is Method Man. Whatever. Okay, cool. 24 is KRS-One. Sure. I You barely see people mention KRS-One. And this is what I'm saying. This is who they like. Period. 23 is Curtis Blow. Fuck this list. What's wrong with Curtis Blow? Javon, Curtis... Don't push me because I'm close to the edge. That's not Curtis Blow at all. That is Curtis Blow. No. That's the dude Melly Melly 45, 49. That was Curtis Melly Blow, Mel? Curtis these are the breaks. Oh. I'm going to need you to stop embarrassing us. <laughs> okay. Anyway. And you doing the whole hand motion thing, still was wrong. 22 is Ghostface Killer. 21 is DMX. So this is who I like and should be on this list. 20 is Big Daddy Kane. 19 is Missy Elliott. 18 is Ice Cube. He is on the list. He's on the list. So what the hell was this wrong? I don't know, but he doesn't like it. He's mad. Oh, he's mad he's not in the top 10? Maybe. maybe. That, but he's higher than Dre? I don't, anyway, 17 is 50 Cent. He should I be disagree. higher than 50 Cent. I disagree. 50 Cent should even be on the list. 
16. No, he should be on the list, but yeah, I don't think he should be where he's at. Interesting. 16, Scarface. Okay. 15 is J. Cole. Oh, my God. 14 is LL Cool J. This list makes absolutely no damn sense. I like how LL Cool J always stays in, like, the top tier. This list makes no damn sense. And I'm not sure sense. why. 13 is Rakim. This list makes absolutely no sense. 12 is Andre 3000. Okay. 11 is Kanye. <laughs> this list makes no sense. 10 is Nicki Minaj. We're in the top 10 now. 9 is Snoop Dogg. 8 is Drake. Oh my god. 7 is Lil Wayne. 6 is B.I.G. 5 is Eminem. Tupac is number 4. Oh my god. Nas is number 3. Oh, okay. Kendrick Lamar is number 2. Guess I'm going to make you guess number 1. It can only be one person. We already listed Nas. Who else do you think it's going to be? Jay-Z. That's my guess as well. Boom, Jay-Z, number one. There you go. That's their <sighs> list. It had a lot of... So, honestly, I feel the point of this list was to get people being like, this list is wrong. I think that was the point That's of this list. That's the whole point of this. <laughs> That's what I think is the point of this list. Because this mixture of lists is just stupid. But now I'm confused why Ice Cube is so angry with this list. <laughs> like, I'm very... <laughs> Because he's on the list. And he's in the top 20. Very interesting. Maybe he feels that he should be in the top 10. This list is... Oh. There's so many people. Ja Rule has a point. I'm sorry. Does he? He has a I point. mean, especially when you're talking about body of work. Ja Rule He's got, like, what? Four point. albums? Ja Rule has a point. Okay. It was a time where Ja Rule was the guy in hip-hop. But you can say it wasn't what a you want to say. It doesn't matter. First of all, Nelly's not even on there. That's true. That's true. That's and very true. If anybody had Billboard hits, it That's was Nelly. True. So Eminem made it, but Nelly did it. That's why that list is bullshit. <laughs> the dude that had the most so number you... one. Oh, he spent the most time in some some Nelly had. He's you know, Nelly's one of the top-selling artists of all times. I mean, I think it's in, in terms of a single, though. But I think that's in terms of a single. Okay. We just, I'm not saying Nelly was the lyricist or whatever, but... I think he has singles that he, made him the top seller. He was running it at some point. It was mm-hmm. him and Eminem and everybody else. That's with Jay-Z, that's with Nas, that's with DMX, with all them dudes, that's with Ice Cube, that's with Snoop. Him and Eminem were running things. Mm -hmm. Nobody's had a run like him and Eminem. Uh Nobody. That's Drake, that's Nicki, that's Lil Wayne. Mm -hmm. Nobody's had a run like Eminem and Nelly. And for him not to be on that list is insane. There's 10 co-authors to this list. 10. So I can only imagine them arguing down with each other who needs to be on this combined list. I'm done with the list. I don't care. (laughs) So you agree with your role. There's not 50 rappers dead or alive or waiting on to come up that are greater than him. You agree? Seeing that list, he has a point. (laughs) He has a point. I'm not saying he's one of the top 50 rappers, greatest rappers ever. I'm saying seeing that list, he has a point. That are better than him? You're saying 
you agree with him that his talent is so immense, nobody on this list can touch him. That's what he's saying. Let's not get carried away. That's what he's saying. Hey, when you get drunk, you say things, crazy things. He's sober. And doesn't mean some of it ain't right. So you agree. I agree with him. He should have been on that list. He didn't. He never actually said that. He was mad he wasn't included, but he's saying there's no none of those rappers could touch Come him. Come on, everybody thinks they're the they're the they're the best at what they do. They're, there's nobody that can touch him at what they do. Mm-hmm. It's just called confidence. I don't know. I feel like Jay Z's humble about it. He talks. He gives accolades to other rappers. You definitely never have listened to a Jay Z record at all. He hasn't put out anything new in years. I can understand when you're young and saying you can't be touched. I'm talking about Jay-Z now. Yeah, you definitely haven't learned a Jay-Z record. Learned? Heard a Jay-Z record. Mm-hmm. He hasn't put anything out now. Because they did an interview with him shortly after the the Grammys performance or whatever. So, sure. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. All right, then close us out. You're done. Uh, thank you for tuning into another episode. Uh, we'll see you next week with another banger. Got anything you want to say? Nope. She's upset now. No. Okay. All right, thank you for tuning in for We Like That podcast. Because we like that. If you enjoy this podcast, please stick around. More chaotic episodes are coming down the pike. I'm Joe. I'm Calvin. We'll see you next time. See you.